0: my business that i'd built up for five years fell off the side of a cliff clients you know were cancelling deals for people to come in and i kind of just thought oh shit, you know what what do we do here you don't always know that things are going to turn out all right um, but if you just keep doing the right thing they often do
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of I Am Christina D'Arcangelo. And today, I'm so happy we have a guest from across the pond, as we like to say over here in the United States, James Powell. Thank you so much, James, for joining me today. How are you?
0: Very well, Christina. Very well, indeed. It's been a while since you and I were in contact. Uh, I know that every time I speak to you, there's some sort of drama <laughs> or something going on um and whether it's good or bad there's always a smile on your face and it brings one to mine, which is um yeah just always interesting so look thanks very much for having me on the show
1: Thank you so much for joining me today. So for our viewers and listeners, because as you know, we do the same thing as you do on your podcast, we record and then we also show on our YouTube channel, the actual video. Why don't you tell everybody about yourself? And perhaps why don't you let them all know how we know each other?
0: Sure. So, look, um, yeah, as you've introduced me kindly, my name's James Fowle. I am one of the founders of a recruiting staffing business uh, called Huxley Morton. Um, I guess I wasn't always in the world of of recruitment. Um, I guess in my early 20s, I was more of a a sportsman athlete. I I was on the uh, British boxing team, so traveled around the world doing boxing and keeping fit, etc., um found myself at the end of my career I, you know early 20s it sounds crazy to say that was the end of your career but uh getting into business and you know wanting to um locate myself in the city of london to you know throw myself in, into work um at the time it was always sales um because that was my nature you know just out and out competition. I couldn't see myself necessarily doing a, a job where I just turned up, put in the hours, went home. There always had to be some form of competition. And the fact that you get compensated by performance was just right up my street. I was like, okay, this is for me. Absolutely loved working in, in the city. Um, did that quite successfully for you know quite a lot of years. Was always a, a top performer on on the sales board. Um, And then fell into recruitment um, where I was recruiting engineering expats to fly literally all around the world. So Afghanistan, Pakistan, Bangladesh, developing countries where they needed to build their infrastructure. Um, And I guess I almost got a name for myself as the the British guy who had access to all the, the British and European expertise so all of these companies from around the world would you know, call me up or send me emails. And um, I just built a huge network that was kind of global of, yeah, just expats everywhere that would tell me stories about the food in one country, you know, the best things to do. And I just kind of fell in love with it uh, because you're just dealing with, with people. Um, I mean, sometimes the best thing about working in recruitment is the people and um, sometimes the worst thing about working in recruitment is the people, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I, I think more recently, and to, to bring us kind of up to speed as, as to today, uh, the pandemic hit. Um, so at that point, a business that relies on international travel and, and expats jetting off around the world, when everyone was locked down, doesn't really exist. So my, my business that I'd built up for five years, fell off the side of a cliff clients you know were cancelling deals for people to come in and i kind of just thought oh shit you know what what do we do here but fortunately one of our guys had worked in um the world of clinical research recruitment previously uh, and he explained to me how a clinical trial project is almost structured in the same way that a construction project was i was like okay tell tell me a little bit more um i had no idea what i was doing i was like so you're telling me that a clinical project manager is kind of the same as a construction project manager and then a cra is the 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 same as a resident engineer i was like this is like layman's terms for recruitment you know it's kind of tick the boxes match the keywords i was like this is unbelievable um and i was like fine, look, we've got no other option. I don't want to be furloughing staff, shutting down as a business. And I certainly don't want to be going back to, you know, a day job, you know, working a nine to five for, for somebody else. Um, so we threw ourselves in two feet first and just started calling potential clients, candidates and just asking them, okay, look, how does this all work? Where do you fit in? Put in putting it together, knowing that our recruitment skills would allow us to find the best people you know I was kind of like hey if i can find uh, a us guy who's in new delhi to travel to the philippines to take a project over there i can find say a project manager who's already in the states to do a remote job in the states so i was like it's almost easier than what we were doing previously um and when speaking to business owners and industry leaders who were running these businesses i shared my story with them and naturally they started telling me stories of how they had weathered the storm and i was like Mm -hmm. my god i am hearing some real insights here so i just thought it would be a good idea to perhaps start a podcast around that to share these stories because quite naturally as as a recruitment individual you're always forever the middleman you know there's the candidates there's the clients everyone wants to know what's going on elsewhere in the market um so I was like this could be valuable to so many people uh, and particularly with coronavirus and what's going on I was just like let's do it so I didn't really know much about the industry I'm quite um open to say that you know I'm not a clinical research professional um but I am a recruitment professional I can join the dots together um but let's start sharing some of these stories um so I'd Often scan LinkedIn, looking for interesting profiles and um, reach out to CEOs and just say, hey, look, I'm starting a, a podcast. I want to interview people to share their stories of, of personal and professional growth. Um, would you be interested to share your own story? Um And the uptake was just unbelievable. And it it just became almost a side gig. And that's how I came across yourself, Christina, wasn't it?
1: Yes, that's absolutely right. Sorry, I was sneezing while you were talking. So I muted myself so that everybody didn't (laughs) hear the blow up of my sneezing because I sneeze multiple times. Um, Yes, that's how you came across my profile. And we spoke first, um, we had a precursory call. And we got to talk about some of the things that we were going to talk about on your podcast. And then I got to Mm. learn about you. And I thought, wow, you know what? This would be awesome to have you on my show as well so that you can talk about yourself. Because when you're a podcast person, you have a tendency of talking. You invite guests on to talk about them. Of course, you share your experiences, right? But Mm. as it relates to them. So I was so excited to be on your podcast. And I have to tell you... I kind of alluded to this before we got on because I wanted to tell you live um, the feedback that I've gotten on your podcast, being on your podcast. First off, I know a lot of viewers have viewed it. They uh, we also you know how we put everything on the CD website as well. So we were we had like cross promotion going on back and forth. But I have to tell you, I had people reaching out to me on Facebook and other social media platforms saying, wow, Christina, I had no idea that you had gone through this domestic violence situation. Thank you so much for sharing. It's given me strength. And, you know, we're so appreciative that James found you because you may not have disclosed that unless it was on your show, which, you know, sometimes I talk about it on my show, but not like I talked about it on your show. So I wanted to thank you again for having me on because your intention of sharing people's stories and helping people feel better about their situations and feeling empowered and supported is what's happening with your podcast. And I can personally speak about it myself as an outcome, so to speak, if you want to talk in clinical terms
0: yeah well, it's I mean it's amazing to hear that feedback because often I'll view the profile and something will spark my interest, and I'm just like, I need to find out more about this particular individual. I think that's I don't know whether it's <sighs> intrigue or just whether I'm just outright nosy. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of like let's just let's reach out. you know the worst that anyone can ever say is is no, I'm not interested. um but fortunately, Everyone in the world of clinical research has just been not really positive about it. And they said, look, you know, you're doing a great thing. We don't really come across any other recruiters that are, are doing this. Um, so it's, it's been really good. But I, I remember when I first jumped on the call with you, I was just like, wow i don't really know what to say here mm. i remember you know i always do a pre-screening call to give people their heads up and try to put people at ease i guess partly that's what i do as a, as a job is you know try to get people to relax anyway um and i just remember going in to speak to my partner lucy and was just like wow you wait until you listen to this episode you are just going to be amazed and she was just like okay, I've got to, you know, got to see this. And um, so, no, I'm really pleased that you've had um, such good feedback. uh, Yes. And, you know, you know that I'm a big positivity type of guy. You know, hence, you know, why I'm in the world of of clinical research recruitment now is, you know, there was an obstacle there, but you can always, it's how you view it. And often they can become opportunities if you don't shut down and go into a shell. Yes. Yes. because, you know, that was probably the only other option. And I, there was not a hope in hell that that's what I was going to do. So I was just kind of like, let's do it. And I think it's a year on now since I started the podcast. And, yeah, it's, it's great, going well. The feedback has, has been great. And, yeah, to hear your feedback has, has been been good also. It's
1: yes. It, it was awesome, you know. And one of the things that I like is that, you know, the, one of the things I do, and, and I know you do, is that we always look for a common thread between our guests. Mm. And so, our common thread so, in case people haven't watched your show and they're just learning about you today through my show, um, is the fact that we have the agility to just keep pushing ahead, right? We just get back up. The fact that you're a boxer, you know, you were semi pro. Um, is pretty amazing. And, you know, I, I'm i not semi pro, but you know, I box. <laughs> so, you know, and so we had a lot of things in common, just like the fact that we've tried new things, we've branched out in our careers, we weren't afraid during COVID to launch new things, what you mm. did, what I did with Spectral, all of these things happened during you know covid right when when people were having really bad times yes we too were having bad times but we turned those bad times into something positive you went ahead forward on your endeavors i did also and now look at us it's 2021 it's almost the close of the year and look at all the amazing things that you have accomplished this year mm. and i love your
0: positivity it's crazy it's, it's just crazy. And I think everyone that comes on, certainly onto my show, there is that common theme with pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's quite big on, you know, what you put out, you'll get back. Um, et cetera, yes. which is the exactly universe. Why I'm sitting here, <laughs> you know, um, case in point, you know, that's exactly why I'm sitting here because I reached out to you. You're kind of returning the favour to have me on, on your show. Um, but that is the, the big thing with everyone that has been involved
1: I I wouldn't say it's a favor. You deserve it. You know, like a favor would be just trying to give somebody a gimme, right? You're more than a gimme, James. You deserve it because, you know, the things you do for people and just even the things that you've done for me, having me on your show, you deserve it in return. You, like you said earlier about putting it out into the universe that I believe the same thing and I believe that the more true we are to ourselves and to the others, it will come to you in you know a hundredfold, right, or a millionfold, depending upon how big you shoot for that star. And that's you, you know, you're that person, in my opinion, my humble opinion.
0: And and you know what's Sometimes, Christine, it it doesn't happen overnight, does it? You know, no. Um, my partner and I are always saying, look, there's there's a season to sow, there's a season to reap, and sometimes you are grinding away grinding away and you're like when am I ever going to catch a break and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden things just kind of start falling on your lap and and you start getting lucky Mm -hmm. but all it is really is that compound effect of doing the right thing day in day out week in week out you know month in month out for however long it takes you know sometimes it some people get success really early on in their in in life or in business other people it takes a long time i remember when when we first started the business um we went i went for like six months like no business whatsoever and i was kind of i was worried about paying the mortgage um and just didn't know what we was going to do you know was shopping for groceries and thinking do I buy two of these or do I just get one because it was getting that bad? Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden um, I got a, a big tax return from my previous earnings. I was like, oh, wow, right. This is amazing. I did not know that I had this. Um, and probably, I don't know, a little bit naively uh, perhaps, rather than bank it for the business, uh, my partner and I were like, we need a break. <laughs> Let's, book a villa so we booked a, a villa in Europe and just took the whole family out and just spent that money because we didn't know that we had it so it was like what, what it will be what it'll be right and then lo and behold when we were on that vacation <laughs> we had like several deals come in and we were like it it's worked kind of that law of attraction and doing doing a good thing has kind of repaid us a bit of karma if you if you like and then from there the you know the business just went from strength to strength so I think sometimes you don't always know that things are going to turn out all right, um, but if you just keep doing the right thing, they often do. I, oh, why I, is, that, is, that, is this, that your dog that is, this is on the show? Yes,
1: this is Frank. You can't really see his face here because he's like <laughs> got it down. He, um, I don't know. He was getting ready to bark, so I didn't want. I, I was like, Poop, I pulled it before before he could kind of go off on a tangent, but. He's like, I don't know if you have any pets, but he's a golden doodle. And my opinion, these doodles when they're mixed, but you know, like a labradoodle, a golden doodle, a schnoodle, they're hypoallergenic Mm. and they're the sweetest. Like he's, he's my third doodle since 2010. And I have, I have, I mean, I just love him. He came home. Actually it's his anniversary with us yesterday he came home mm. with us three years ago in 2018. And so he is just like the most <laughs> sweetest dog. <laughs> and during COVID he's been home you know, with me because I don't work in an office space anymore. So he's in my mm. office. <laughs>
0: Work colleague, work colleague. Well, look, the fact that uh, Frank's joined us on, on, on the show will be a massive <laughs> plus for my mum because she occasionally listens to, to my podcast. But sometimes if it's a bit sciencey, she's like, James, I can't I can't listen to all of that. I'm like, oh, cheers, mum. Wow. But now now that now that there's a dog involved, she's a huge animal <laughs> lover. She's got dogs, horses, you know. That's awesome. I'll, I'll tell her this and she'll be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll tune in for that one just just for the dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he looks like a stuffed animal, you know, he's like Fozzie Bear, kind of.
0: <laughs> so yeah, i will be a big fan.
1: And you know what, He I don't think he's appeared in any of my other podcasts so far. So you're the first one. So make sure you tell her that.
0: <laughs> oh, well, that's, it's it's right, always good, I, you know. When when looking at LinkedIn and any other social networks, dogs, dogs and animals are always fantastic for the algorithm normally. Oh, for
1: sure. And you know, we're launching
0: huge ratings. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing too, is we're launching our uh, pet line for Avum. And so uh, Frank takes our CBD every day. He takes tincture in his food. And then he gets a little doggy treat at nighttime for him to help him with sleep and stuff. He has a little bit of anxiety. So Mm -hmm. we give him, you know, our uh, CBD and it works really, really well. So (laughs) not that I'm like
0: trying I to plug it even know that that was a thing yes CBD for dogs
1: yes cbd and for cats so we have a dog and cat pet line i just proofed everything last night sent it off to our marketing team they're going to start um pushing this out so it'll be on the avon website soon um and you know frank takes it every day he's another you know he's an example of what we do <laughs>
0: what i've got to ask for my mom while while i've got you here on on the line what about horses is it gonna? oh yes yes yes
1: yes so as a matter of fact we're interviewing someone to come Mm -hmm. i swear to god it just happened yesterday i called one of my friends because we need another administrative support person and my friend incidentally she has horses, and she rides them, she trains, she's been doing this for years. So I called her and I said, Hey, what's up with that girl that was looking for a job? Because now I I have a need, and I really need to talk with her turns out, this young lady has a horse background, and is really into horse care. So I thought, this is kind of interesting, because we're dropping the pet line, you know, as soon as possible. And I talked to my partner about it and he was like, this is a great, this is a great thing. If she can do what she says she can, you know, we'll interview her and see um, perhaps, you know, we can have her help us with the horse, the dogs and everything else. So that is our aspiration to do so. So it's funny you asked me that because you see how it happens it just happens
0: <laughs> yeah no my my mum will honestly be so interested in that if, if you were to ever go into her sort of field where she keeps her horses there's all sorts of things like cones road signs because her the horses you know get anxious as well and tend mm-hmm. to rear up sometimes so she's always trying to desensitize them to something which often I'm kind of like Mom, are you just going mad? But she's like, no, james, this is this is how I need to do it. but she will certainly be interested in that. So yes, that'll be that'll be tonight's phone call.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. And once we start really getting into it, I'll let you know so that if we can help your mom's horse, I would be happy to do so, you know, like we'd be happy to, ha- you know, because we're working in the UK. So yes. I, I'd be, I would just drop it right to, you know what I mean? Directly over to you.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. No, that, that would be an amazing help. She, she would love something like that. That's, I, again, like me, she probably doesn't even know that these things exist.
1: I know it's like every time you turn around, something's popping up in our industry, you know, there's all kinds, there's water, all kinds of things, you know, but we try, you know, how we are. We try to stay medically, vertically aligned we're not rec focused so you know in my opinion you know we make medicine transdermal patches lozengers. we now have this stuff in the pet side that we're going to continue to work on um but yeah it's important for us to stay medically focused and stay away from the rec side
0: yeah you gotta tell her how
1: calm he is like just look how calm he is he's just sitting here hanging out he buries his nose into my, my shirt and he sniffs. <laughs> he, looks, he, he like knows your perfumes and stuff.
0: <laughs> mm. Sorry. I, like it. I, like it
1: I, I didn't expect him to come up today. He usually, you know, he usually hangs out down below, but I didn't want him to start barking and things. So I, I pulled him back so he didn't go to the window to bark at another dog or somebody.
0: No worries. Well, this is this is the working from home flexibility dream, isn't it? You know, That's- for me, um, you know, it's the fact that you know my son is kind of 20 meters away in, in, in the house, you know, I can go into the loo, yes, speak, speak to him quickly, play with yes. his cars. I'm normally it's normally daddy, daddy, your turn, your turn, lay on the floor, play with yeah. this. But, you know, it kind of I think I didn't know that I would miss that sort of thing until you, you experience it. Right, um, you know, I, I've, I've since spoken to some of my mates who are you know still working in, in the city. I'm like, I just don't know how, how I could do that now, it's just such a different life that I live. Right, know, it's, a it's just it's, a it's remote business,
1: right? It's just it, not the same anymore, right? Everything is so different the way we live our lives, the way we do our business, even how we shop. Shopping is different now, right? A lot is more done virtually on the internet than anything before. We used to go shopping outdoors or shopping in malls and such and whatever. Now everything is virtual. You buy everything like Amazon's business went, you know, quadruple
0: fold. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big shopper. Um, I try to avoid it as much as I can.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, certainly the online stuff, if I need anything one click and yes it's right up my street that's
1: exactly right that's where it's it's all at now so you know I think that what you've done with your business the versatility factor the fact that you pivoted quickly and then also started the podcast at the same time I think is pretty amazing because look at the success story you have now right
0: this is but just often feels like I'm working a couple of jobs, which technically I I, I yeah. am, but it's, you know the the podcast doesn't ever feel like a job, uh, which is fantastic. And business has started to pick up and pick up. And I think just being open and transparent with people and sharing our story has almost allowed them to be like, okay, James is a real person. He's running a real business. They've got good values, and actually they're good at what they do has put us in a position to win, yeah, exclusive business, retained business. And it's been, yeah, a nice pat on the back and, you know, from from a lot of our clients who have, who have backed us to the point where, you know, we're now looking to hire more staff uh, ourselves. So it's... That's yeah, it's, fantastic. It's it feels good, Christine. I'm not going to lie. It feels good.
1: That's fantastic. And you deserve it because it was work hard. You know, you worked hard, you played hard, you got it done. You continue to go. You you haven't said, well, you know, this is good enough. No, it's not good enough. You, you're going to hire more people. You're going to keep expanding. This is your nugget now. And mm. also you've learned that I know I have that this pandemic can cause, you know, a lot of craziness and, You've got to kind of always be thinking ahead. Like, can this survive? You know, can Mm. we survive a pandemic? Because we never had to think about stuff like this before. We never thought this would ever happen, right? Like, who would have thought that we would have been in a lockdown across the world and that people were dying in the millions? Like, holy cow. And we're still not out of it. We're still in the midst of it. You know, the Delta
0: it's just, so, it was such a weird, surreal time, wasn't it? And you just, you know, looking back at it now, it just, it's hard to remember or imagine how it was because certainly in, in the UK and, and London, I was, I was away this, this weekend um, with my son, my partner and her sister and younger daughter as well, kind of for an activity weekend. And it felt like like normal. You know, mm-hmm. It was busy. There was very few masks in in sight, if any, um, which kind of makes you worry because coronavirus is still very much here. People are still dying, but in a way, I kind of I liked the fact that it was almost just a weekend of normality. Was right, fantastic, right, you know,
1: right. You know, I couldn't
0: couldn't knock it and can't complain. It's you know, it's each to their own to an extent um, with how you know you, you tackle it whether you wear a mask or, or not but it was just yeah reminded me of what everyone was like last year where people would cross the street just so that you didn't away walk from walk them in a couple of me- a, 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 a meters past you whereas you know now it's kind of everyone's just it seems to be getting forgotten somewhat I mean that's that's the worry with the pandemic side of things is that you know as time goes on people's yeah upkeep of the, the good intentions and, and things tends to, to lack.
1: Right. Right. And, you know, we, we have not relaxed anything in my household. You know, we're still on hmm. high alert. We're very careful. Um, I wear a mask when I go to the school bus stop to pick Christian up from school. I, yeah. fl- I was in uh, Pittsburgh initiating the diabetic neuropathy study. Um, so that opened up. And we enrolled our first subject on Monday, so that was a big deal. Um, so I flew to Pittsburgh because that's five hours away. Then I flew to Memphis yeah. this weekend, and people are just acting like there's yeah whatever you know <laughs> no mask and stuff. And I'm like, listen,
0: <laughs> we've got to be vigilant. We can't. It's, it's crazy because one one of our guys again we're remote we've we've embraced it. One of our guys is actually he's working for us but he's also on a scholarship um to play basketball in in new york oh cool um so he's kind of he's doing as many hours as he can on the business side of things he's still active there but you know we're kind of like look if you're going to be the next nba superstar you just keep going with that but just don't forget us about it when when you're big time yes (laughs) that's right um and he was you know i had a zoom call with him Last week, and he was, you know, still fully masked. He's like, we have to wear the mask everywhere. And, you know, it's just it's just interesting to find out how different states, different countries are yes. still managing it. So.
1: You're right. The word states there is the truth, right? Every state is operating independently. It's almost like cannabis. Mm. That's how I feel, you know, and because I work at cannabis full time and I do research, I, I, I'm, you know, it's the same th- concept to me. So for me with the mask stuff, it's just like cannabis, like, listen, I'm just going to do what I need to do to stay safe. And I don't care Mm. if people yell at me because I have a mask on because people yell, Um, (laughs) leave me alone. I'm not messing with you. At least, you know, I'm trying to not pass it, you know, like I'm being conscientious about what I'm doing with myself, you know, Mm. just leave me alone. Uh, But that's definitely been something that's, That's been difficult, I think, for everybody across the world is just trying to navigate across these rules and make sure you don't get into fights with people because people get very upset. People are very upset nowadays. It's not the same world we live in that we used to live in before.
0: You can touch a nerve, can't you? Just talking about people's opinions. It's, it's, it's got as bad as politics, you know. Exactly. It's, you talk about it and, you know, what could be an ordinary conversation. And, you know, I'm happy for people to have their views, but sometimes you say something and then all of a sudden the, you can see the conversation just deteriorating into an argument. And you're just like, no, just keep me, keep me away from this. I do not need this aggravation um, no right.
1: I don't want to get in fights. No,
0: nope. move, move on from that
1: one. <laughs> yeah, like no, no. I don't respond like to uh, things I see in social media or anything. Nope, nothing. I don't want to. I don't want to be involved in uh, any of that stuff. Like we've got to keep it on the up and up because you know we're trying to do things to help people. We don't want to deter people from listening to us because they might disagree with something that we stupidly responded to. So I don't mm. respond. I stay out of it. Unless yeah. you call me out directly and ask me my opinion, I stay quiet.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, having, you know, having an opinion is essential in, in life and you know, exactly. you're know, never going to please all of the people all of the time. That's right. Uh, but you don't need to go out there picking fights. That's right. I'm just so far beyond that. It's just unreal. It's just not for me, but uh, you know, for now, yeah, we kind of, We've hit October. I know you've got your pumpkins out already. Yes. I'm taking my son pumpkin picking this That's weekend. That's so awesome. It's awesome and very muddy. Um, yes. Because British weather, it's been raining all oh, week. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and then it's, then it's the lead up to the holidays. So all yes. good. You know, what a time to be alive, really. That's right. Is, That's right. That's you right. Know, my advice is stop watching so much news and the negativity and just mm-hmm. focus on, on what's going well. Absolutely, that's right. And if all else fails, get a golden doodle. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so with that, um, we, you, and I could talk forever. Um, Frank's like, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's trying to take over the podcast. Now he's trying to get in the seat. I don't know what he's doing. But um, there he goes. Thank God. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that we'll probably come to an end. Um, so that way our episode isn't too long but we definitely you should definitely come back on so we could check in as to see what happens with your business Um, you know after q1 of next year because i think both of us will have some things to report on um, coming into the new year and i just want to thank you so much for joining us today thank you for joining me
0: pleasure christina pleasure indeed.
1: Okay, my friends. Well, remember, we are the same. I am Christina DiArcangelo. Thank you again.